You can do it. I believe in you. I know I, I know you can do it. Okay. If anyone can pull through this, it's you. First of all, if your bingo square is Jill Giggles, go ahead and... Yeah, buddy. In my defense, I did fine the first two times we tried to start the episode. This is, in your defense, our third take trying to get through the intro. But that's because the first one, right when I hit start, you hit me with a that's what she said joke. I tried to make you giggle. And then the second one, I was like screaming and I think the phone got scared. I was you. I was so excited. Yeah. Hi. Welcome to our studies. I'm Jill. And I'm Lucas. And I'm very tired because the, I went to... John Mayer last night. Yay! Well, you didn't go to... I mean, you went to his concert. You weren't like... No, no, we didn't. Snuggled up with him or anything. Okay. I don't really need anyone else to rub it in. <laughs> How poorly the Jill and John meet cute went. Oh, no. Meet cute? Or yeah. Meet, yeah, meet, meet cute. cute. Um, so you are tired. Yeah, yeah, you have no idea. That's all right. I'll pull the weight. I'll get you through this episode. <laughs> I'm here with you. Um. So first of all, I didn't prepare the back to you segment. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm very tired. Fair enough. Um. So we're going to start straight with John in the news. John played a concert last mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. in the greater Palm it? Springs area. Let me tell you something. I yeah. will never make fun of their address issues again. Uh-huh. That place is perfection nice the vibes were immaculate as oh, the kids say i use right. air quotes on that um first of all super easy to get to mm-hmm. i know this is no one cares about my review of Acrisure, but it's happening anyway mm-hmm. super easy to get to mm-hmm. well we hit traffic we stopped at morongo for dinner and to gamble okay where i promptly lost like 60 dollars and walked away with 60 cents so hey good job don't recommend that i was like i'm gonna win back the two <laughs> and i did not win it back i was very upset. what did you gamble on did you do slot machines are you like a slot machine oh person? no i yeah i don't play cards with people oh okay. that involves math right blackjack way too stressful for okay. me okay i want to like use my fingers or get out right. a calculator <laughs> um and i don't know how to play poker no i'm no no it's machines only and okay. i i've won i won enough to buy my first iphone on a wheel of fortune machine in vegas wow and I was so excited, and I always want to play that. So I made my mom play it. And Morongo, a couple years ago, we won a couple hundred dollars and split it. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we're going to go. We're going to play. Mm-hmm. We're do Wheel of Fortune. Mm, my mom does Max Bet. We like put our, pooled our money together. Right. Max Bet was $9. Oh, wow. Back when I was young, Max Bet was like $2. Right. The money went fast, Lucas. Yeah, I can believe it. Dinner was free, though, so that's good. Um, Dinner was free because you... Because my mom goes to Morongo so much. Nice. <laughs> so she like can pay with points. Why does your mom go to Morongo so much when Yamava is right here? Um, Yamava only recently became a hotel. And my mom and I went to, started going to Morongo because of the pool. The, the pool. I remember that. Yeah, you the could buy a day Morongo. pass. Yeah. And so she would take Caden because it's a hotel. So he, mm-hmm. he was just very young back then. Right. And we used to have a membership to a pool, a hotel in Palm Springs where you mm-hmm. could come use the pool. So she'd been looking for one, and she loves gambling. Nice. And then when she realized, oh, the more I come here, I get free passes to the pool. I get a hotel room. I get free food. And now it's a whole nice system for us. So that's awesome. That's literally the halfway point, maybe a little more than halfway, to Acrisure from our house. So we go there first. Nothing to do with the concert, but we hit some traffic there. Mm-hmm. We got there no problem. This was high traffic time because doors opened at 6.30 and we got there at like 6.35. Okay. Um, so we get to Acrisure, super easy to get to from the freeway. Mm-hmm. It's almost like undeveloped, like yeah. everything around it, which is nice because mm-hmm. if there was like 15 shopping centers or like Toyota Arena in Ontario, it's like in the middle of Ontario Mills Mall, so there's always traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fabulous. We didn't walk around as much as we want to because um, we ended up in our meeting with some of the podcast listeners. Right. Um, and then we went to our seats and 
we just we just never did. And mm-hmm. then I, I saw I missed some photo opportunities. So I'm a little mm. disappointed about that. But anyways, I just highly recommend seeing a concert at Acrisure if you live in the area. They've been having like really large acts. They had Harry, Harry Styles. Styles mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle played mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have uh, Tears for Fears coming up, which probably doesn't mean much to you. But my sister was always talking about Tears for Fears. She's older than me. So I just, I was like, oh. They're still making a lot of money on the road. I actually sort really? of like know the guy who knows the guy who's their drummer. Ooh, I wish you could know the guy who knows the guy who's John's drummer. I'm always like one degree of separation away. I don't want to jump ahead, but since we're doing Clarity, did did Questlove play drums on Clarity? So Questlove played some of the drums on Clarity. Okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Fascinating. Okay, so anyways, Alec, Benjamin, open for John, adorable, endearing. Uh, There was this one song I loved, no idea what it's called and haven't been able to find it on Spotify yet, so I'm very frustrated by that. Uh, met up with the friends who mm-hmm. listened to the podcast. There was about three of them who I met um, like in the concourse area. Mm-hmm. So fun to connect with people who listen and who love John Mayer that much. And I just, I loved every minute of it. That That's really awesome. was a highlight for me. Yeah. Then I go sit in my seat. Yeah. And her, her screen name is very, it has a lot of numbers, as my mm-hmm. mom said. It's like RJ and then three numbers. Oh my God, the most adorable girl. She's so cute. She's sitting in front of us and she turns around and she's like, oh, are you from that podcast from Mayor Studies? Are you Jill? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> all my dreams are coming true. You're and getting my recognized mom, in the wild. My mom is just taking pictures. She and I are nowhere near each other yet. Uh-huh. We're, not, we're not hugging. We're not talking. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, someone recognized Jill. Oh, she's already on the awesome. phone telling people. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And I like thinking it's so cool that I remember I said multiple times I was sitting in the third row on the right side of the stage. Mm-hmm. I basically gave a map to where I was. Um, so that was fun. She was just so adorable and delightful. And um, I really enjoyed that. And I've enjoyed everybody's feedback since then on Instagram who've been like, oh, he played Walt Grace and that's your favorite. Right. Like, just, I don't know. I just really feel the love this week. And that's it's awesome. a week where I needed it. Yeah, I'm glad you get that. Yeah, so I love that for me. Yeah, I love that for you as well. I was surprised at <laughs> how people many... People asked about you. Oh, did they? What yes, did they almost everyone they asked, said, where's Lucas? They said, is he as charming in real life as he seems on the show? No, they just said, where's Lucas? Oh, all right. <laughs> and then they got mad that you wouldn't come because it was so low. So low, I can barely hear him. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, you laughed way too hard, dad joke. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, so... Let's talk about how I can't read any of my writing. Arms looked amazing. I, so I looked for that because you'd mentioned that. It's, and it's not hard to miss. Yeah. Well, he looks good, but I, mm-hmm. I don't, don't think he looks any better than he's looked because I think he's always looked, or like recently at least, looked no, pretty no. good. No, it's different. Is yeah. It? No, I mean, on this tour is where we started noticing it. Okay. I mean, I think he's had like levels of, he's mm-hmm. always fit, mm-hmm. but there's something different. It's more like. I'm not going to say bulky because he's not bulky. but it's Right, more, he's not bulky at all. But no. his for him, his arms to me seem a little more defined. Okay. I noticed there was no costume changes this time. When I saw him last time, he had a couple of costume changes. It looked like in every clip he's wearing the same clothes. He changed his clothes? Yeah. What? No. He, start, he started out in like the suit with the oh, jacket no, and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, then he just like lost the jacket yeah. is what you mean. Well, I think yeah. he, didn't he change at some point? Not like at a my different show. Shirt? Oh, okay. No, maybe maybe spilled something on himself at your mm-hmm. show. But he, uh, yeah, the the shirt. If you were close enough, or you're watching on the screen, you could see how like tiny little holes, mm-hmm. like intentional, right. distressed, and it reminded me of you. Yeah, of I course would he wear didn't something like V-neck that. it out oh, and okay. you know yell you about it. Right. He was wearing like two or three bracelets. I did with his notice watch. that as well, he and a wearing, necklace. Was he wearing a necklace? I think so. I think I remember seeing like, oh, he's wearing bracelets on both, or he had his watch. No, watch and like two bracelets. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, 
He was so handsome. Anyway, I don't think that's what I was going to say, but I got distracted. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like John Mayer's arms. I expected more sign banter mm-hmm. based on the videos I've seen. Right. There was just two. He drew a tattoo for a girl. She's getting her fat first tattoo. She's in the front row. And she's like, will you draw my first tattoo for me? He took mm-hmm. it. He sharpied. I don't know if she asked for a wave or he said, okay, I'll do a wave, like emoji of a wave. Mm. So he did a wave that was like, not that great. And he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. And then he did a hand mm-hmm. with like motion. Mm-hmm. So he's like, look, it's a wave. Like her, her. Oh, God. Like, oh my God. <laughs> what is with all the dad jokes lately? We're um, just getting to be that age, Jill. I guess so, right? So here's something interesting. I yes. sent you a picture of him the first time he sat down with a guitar and put on the harmonica. Yes. And I thought immediately, it's funny, it, the concert wasn't ruined for me, but I spent a lot of time thinking about, oh, Lucas said this. Lucas, <laughs> this person on Instagram said that. Oh, I said this. I was like, oh, my God, Jill, just be in the moment. That was the plan. I'm with you no matter where you go. I'm like <laughs> Obi-Wan after he gets killed in episode four. Oh, my God. Spoiler alert. It came out in 1977. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it till I was 25. So. <laughs> no, 23. Um, so he, so I send a picture to you. He isn't like not even singing yet. And I write... Um, it's not that hard to play guitar and harmonica yeah. at the same time because you always say that when I say mm. I'm impressed, right? And you're like, did he say that? And I'm like, I forgot to put it in quotes, so it was you. I was like, I would have loved that, verifi- that verification, right? that validation <laughs> if he had been like, yes, yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that hard. So immediately after that, he's playing EXO. Because mm. he said, you know, I heard this Beyonce song. And I was like, you know what this needs? Some more harmonica. <laughs> and he's so funny. He was really funny the whole night. And so he starts playing it. And I just thought like, oh, this doesn't sound like I remember. Mm-hmm. He hadn't plugged his guitar in. Oh, gosh. And so he's like, oh, I didn't plug my guitar in. It had to start over. He's like, if you thought that was good, wait till you hear this. <laughs> and I was cracking up because I was like, literally, Lucas, like, it's not that hard. It's not that yep. hard. And he had trouble. <laughs> well, it's just technical trouble. Right. One question that I wanted to ask you that yeah. I couldn't quite tell from the video. Mm-hmm. So there's a time when he's sitting at the piano. Right. And he's soloing on his guitar. He's Correct. got his guitar shot. Yes, yes. Was he using like a phrase looper on the piano? Yes. Okay. If that's where you play and then and like keeps going. you. But then mm-hmm. at the very end, which I didn't get because I, again, and I try, most of the videos I posted were from my mom, mm-hmm. but I really tried not to video much. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one point where he was going back and forth, like rapid, mm. like on the guitar. And then like one time when he did both at the same time, basically, oh, nice. at the very end, like for like a note, not mm-hmm. like, you know. And like just fretting with his left hand and playing chords with his right hand? Yes, okay. yes. And just briefly, I should specify chords on the piano. And oh, then, I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant because I was watching I, you. Because I'm doing it with my hands. Guitar. Yeah, I was like, they can't see me doing the thing with my hands. <laughs> so that was... Um, yeah, that was that was cool when he did that. I loved that. And he also sang a new song. Was that so what was the name of that again? I think it he posted it somewhere it's well, called Well, Drifting in was the, the neighborhood song. Yes, in the neighborhood. Okay. So he had been playing Drifting, Drifting right. and I'm obsessed. I was like I feel like I've heard the song my whole life, like mm-hmm. this is everything. Then someone posted, "Oh, another new song in the neighborhood." And I was like I Walt graced it. I was like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Mm-hmm. This is not can, Mr. I Rogers. Only, I can only like one new song yes. at a time. And I was like, it's not going to be as good as Drifting. I hate change. I'm not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. We'll let him at his concert. It's and happening. Your best captive song, audience. Best song ever. Really? Better than Drifting. Wow. I know. Better than Walt Grace? No, no. Oh, well, then it's well, not the best song away. ever, is it then? It was. It exceeded my expectations. That's much what I better. That's much better. Um, and right here I wrote super enter and I don't know what that means. So if I think of what that means, I'll let you know. Okay. The beginning, he did like a opening medley. Okay. Like a couple songs like in together. Uh-huh. And I was confused. Mm. Um, and then I will say that it was shockingly good. Mm-hmm. I did think because I would... sound, his voice sounded really good. Well, he did a concert the night before yeah. in Arizona. And I know that's not unusual. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, dang. And you're not tired? 
you know? Your yeah. voice isn't tired. I know they like literally exercise their vocal right. cords, but yeah, they being artists. Yeah, he 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 sounded remarkably good on on the ten billion clips I heard because it wasn't just mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just you. I'm not saying this because I had a number of friends. Everyone who were there. we know in the Inland Empire. Yeah, yeah, I had a number of friends there. So scrolling Instagram was just like, oh, have I seen this clip yet? Well, you know, like different angles of the same clip. There's a couple times where it was like recording at the same part of the same song. Yeah. So I could see different angles. It's like, oh, I could cut this together. Like, right. You, know. that you can. Mm-hmm. If you go on Mare Study's Instagram feed, mm-hmm. you got all the angles. Oh, nice. But he, um, sound, he sounded really good. He, he did. He sounded great. He was really funny. Um, I did bring my sign, which is something I forgot to include in my post. So a lot of people asked back about it by putting our story. Mm-hmm. My sign's actually crumpled up on the table, as is my purse from last night and my jewelry. All right. It, it's a late night, guys. I'm going to work So I brought it. I didn't take it out for a really long time because I just thought there was like a sign time. Right. Like he was going to be like, bring up the house lights. Do you guys have any requests? Right. That never happened. Okay. So girl with the a wave got a shout out. Some other people in the audience she just started talking to about like them being married or mm. something. Um, and so I tried to hold it up a little at the end, but third row is great, but third row way to the side, not that great. So I don't think he saw me because mm-hmm. if he did, he obviously would have been like, oh my gosh, it's Jill from Mare Studies. Right. Will you come up here and take the mic? And I would have said yes. It looked like there was a decent amount of space between the front row and the stage. Like yes. the front row wasn't butted right up against not the stage. Not at all. Several people like could fit in there. Yeah. They had some photographers and stuff going in and out. They have the cameras. I'm sure that's a security thing as oh, well. Oh, yeah. No, I know. It was, you could have... All I had to do was take down this one police officer to get to the side where he walks up the stage. Uh-huh. A security guy. And I was thinking about it. Because <laughs> like, if you just look like you knew what you were doing, they right. kind of were letting you through. And so I was like, I'll just do that. And then there was a police officer with like all this stuff strapped mm. to him. And my mom's like, yeah, I don't think you should try to do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not that one. What was the highlight for you? Was it Walt Grace? It probably... So, yes. Mm-hmm. Walt Grace is always a favorite. It's very special to me. I was very excited. Mm-hmm. There was something about... He closed with Edge of Desire. Yeah. On uh, the double double neck guitar, right? I believe so. Yeah. And the lighting that mm-hmm. they did, and it was like flashing, and the way he sounded, and it just being him, um, that that was probably a highlight for me. Honestly, a highlight for me was, was meeting... Was meeting the people. Yeah. A highlight for me was my seats because mm-hmm. I could literally see him. I didn't have to look at the screen. You could see the um, bulge of his arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're asking. And um, yeah, but there's something about Edge of Desire that night that was just fire emoji. So choose your fighter. Mm-hmm. Guitar John or piano John? Guitar John. Mm. I did. I don't. I'm not going to diss anything about the concert because it was great and it was really entertaining. I thought the pace was really rapid. Okay. Like between songs, he was not, and I guess because I've just, people only post the banter. Right. So I thought it was really this intimate, like he's going to sit and chat with us for so long, audience mm-hmm. participation thing, that I accidentally got from the internet that it wasn't. So that was the only thing that kind of caught me off guard. It was like switching guitars and singing and singing, which is great. He's like, I'm going to fit in as many songs as I can right. into this small amount of time. Um, Piano John was farthest away from me. Okay. Uh, Piano John is sitting down vibes, oh, uh, yeah. which I needed. So I appreciated that. But there was something about it that was, I don't want to say awkward. It's just not what I'm used to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm used to Guitar John. Right. And I just think he's more himself there. Well, I can't really, I've never really heard him play piano for a prolonged period of time, so mm-hmm. I can't speak to his skill there. But mm-hmm. he's like one of the best guitar players in the world. So it's always going to be a drop yeah, off. Like, you know, why are you singing a piano? He could be a perfectly fine piano player and yeah. it's just not the same, you know. Like, yeah, I wouldn't know if he was a bad piano player. He seemed fine. Mm-hmm. But it just, yeah, that wasn't, I guess if I had to say like a least favorite part, if mm-hmm. I had to like, desperately grasp for one it would be that Um, because I definitely 
prefer Guitar John. How was the traffic on the way home? Because I told you it was going to be nuts. It was nothing. We really? Flew. We flew. I will say one thing, though, and I know I'm going to get some hate for this and some shock, especially given... I mean, I didn't pay that much for my seats because I got a good deal. We um, left when he finished. We didn't stay for the encore. Oh, okay. But before people have something to say about that... We had like a really trying day. Like we got some bad news about a family member. Mm. And so I was even saying to my mom, like, hey, we don't have to do this sort of vibes. And so at that point, we were both really drained. Right. And I thought, I can't, I can't handle being trapped in the car now. Yeah. Um, After what we, like, it just was, it was a really long day. It's a kind of day where you're like, remember we were in Morongo? That felt like three days ago. (laughs) You know know, that kind of weird feeling? Yeah. Um, So anyways, I feel like I've talked a lot about the concert. (laughs) No, I, 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 we're at 16 minutes. I figured we're going to spend at least 15 minutes talking about it. You know what, like warmed my heart is Mm. everyone being like, we hope you're recording after this so you could talk about the concert. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And that was really out of order. And I didn't do my best job, but. I'm very sleepy. You know, you guys know I need my sleep, and yeah. I did not get it last night. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got that experience, like just getting your text messages and the pictures and everything mm-hmm. seemed like you were having a really great time. I had I such that. a good time. And honestly, not that this is relevant to anyone, I had like the best time with my mom. Oh, like, she's so fun to It's go almost to. impossible to not have a good time with your mom. Right? And she's so cute. Now, she would, like, he would be like two notes in. She'd go, oh, yes. And I go, what are you celebrating? You know what the song is. Yes, I do. I listen to it on my CD yeah, every day. She yeah. was knowing some songs. She was ready to go. Yeah, and she loved her uh, his jokes. She just like laughed like I guess I'm more used to like his banter. So I'm uh-huh. like, oh ha ha ha. My mom's like knee slapping at her seat. <laughs> Did you hear that? So she had a really good time. So that brings us to Clarity. All right. <laughs> Song bio Lucas, you talk now. <laughs> I will talk for a while. Hey, this was my choice. I'm really excited about this song. This has been a great week listening to this song. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a bold pronouncement that this is a top five John Mayer song for I me. I can't know. Really? A top five? Top five. Yeah, the internet agrees with you. People were psyched. And people, I, no offense, mm-hmm. don't get that psyched about your choices mm-hmm. usually, but they are psyched. Yeah, I, I really, really enjoy this song. It just makes me happy mm-hmm. until it makes me sad. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about that. So I'm I ga- interested in that. I gave you homework for this I one. I did. I did listened you do? Okay, to... so we'll come back to that later. Okay. So usually I don't interfere with your never. preparation process. Never. We haven't even process. talked about the concert other than the harmonica Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I never want to interfere with your process. I want you to do your own thing, come to the song in your own way. Mm-hmm. But I told you, I was like, I need you to do one thing mm-hmm. for this one. And we'll come back. We'll talk about come it later. Back. Okay. Um, but Song Bio, this is the very first track off Heavier Things. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, he's got one record out. Body is a Wonderland is a smash. He wins a Grammy. Coming up with album two, very purposeful stated goal is I want to play guitar right. on this record, electric guitar mm-hmm. on this record. I want people to understand that I'm a guitar player. Who I really am. I also want to have real full band arrangements mm-hmm. because I've done so much of my career as a solo acoustic guy, full yes, circle, yes. that I want some real full band arrangements. And this song is a full band arrangement. Mm-hmm. The guitar takes a back seat really to this song. I think if most people think about what's the memorable line in the song, they're going to think about the trumpet. Right. Uh, the trumpet is takes the, the lead melody line. Mm-hmm. Um, in the verse, it's the piano that has that main melody line. Mm-hmm. Again, John's gift of simple from a note perspective, incredibly catchy, incredibly memorable. Yes. You can hear the first that four-note piano intro, intro, and you're like, oh, that's clarity. Yes, my mom would know. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can hear four notes. It's just so, it's really, really great pop songwriting. I love the production on it. There's layers upon layers upon layers. The more you really try and kind of dissect it, the more you're rewarded. Mm-hmm. I love, like, the first verse, he's playing very sparingly on the acoustic. He's not playing the full rhythm, just the chord changes. The da da 
And then in the second verse, he brings the full rhythm in. And then we don't get that first attack of electric guitar until the chorus when he plays that really jangly rhythmic thing. And it's not a melodic thing. It's more rhythm. He's just playing the notes, and mm -hmm. it's just the rhythm of it is really cool. Um, I got a chance to, a couple years back, I played on a song called Deep Lines Among the Shallows for the Legion of Decency. You can check it out on wherever music streaming is. It's a great tune. I love it. I'm really proud of it. Um, but I recorded Seamless it. Seamless dropping you. of that. Well I recorded it separately from the guitar player. And so we met up after the song was out and we'd already heard it. We were talking. I was like, hey, man, you did great on that. I love the stuff that you played on it. And he was like, yeah, I was kind of trying to channel clarity from John Mayer. And I was like, that's so funny you say that because I was trying to channel gravity by John Mayer. <laughs> so very John Mayer, you know, interest. But so, again, even though the guitar isn't the main point of the song, it is still very recognizable. Mm -hmm. So just having all those dis disparate elements all fitting together um, is really great. There's a couple of really notable things about the song. For one, it's the only example that I can think of off the top of my head, and I was thinking about it for a week. I didn't like research it per se, other mm -hmm. than thinking through my brain, so correct me if you can think of anything. This is the only John Mayer song I can think of where the title does not appear in the lyrics. I don't, I don't know that, but I do remember when you said Clarity, uh, that, that was going to be the choice during uh -huh. the last podcast, I was like running through my brain and mm -hmm. I was like I have no idea what song he's talking about <laughs> because sometimes it's so hard because you're so focused on that one song and mm -hmm. I'm also talking at the same time and I was like there's not a song where he sings about clarity what is happening to me am I having a stroke and then I realized oh he doesn't sing about clarity he never says clarity in the song and also a lot of the work in the song is being done by just him singing woo yes right there's a in the in the neighborhood song it's not a woo it's like a la 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 uh -huh. oh my god it's so lovely anyway nice. go ahead sorry so that so that's not what we're used to with john so right. he's kind of exploring some space you mentioned earlier yes quest is on the the record mm -hmm. matt chamberlain is also credited with drums hmm. it's really hard i've listened to it a bunch i can't i don't know Figure how to out. distinguish what's yeah. what and why there's two drummers credited on it mm -hmm. Um, there is a lot of percussion going over. There's like a hand clap track that runs through the whole thing because mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of layers on it. Um, so I'm not entirely sure how to break down that separation, but Quest was involved in it in some way. Nice. We all love Quest Love. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. And it's a very like groovy, funky vibe that would not have fit on the first record. Correct. So he's very much, the first song on this record, very much announcing, hey, I'm doing something different. Mm -hmm. It's very poetic mm -hmm. in that a lot of people, when I was researching, a lot of people have a hard time like pinning down exactly what this song is about. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I guess that's it. That's your, that's okay, your bio. Okay, stop so there. Let, stop let's there. talk about uh, notable versions. Right. My homework for you mm -hmm. was I wanted you to listen to the live as is version of the song. And I did. I didn't catch anything. Nothing. I, I thought I heard him cuss. He does not cuss. He there is uh, on the rec on the recording mm -hmm. the album. A, there, yes, okay. on, the, on the album, there's a part where it goes into the dun 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 horn part mm -hmm. where he goes oh mm -hmm. 
on the live version, he just like screeches. <laughs> it's like I want someone to copy that part and just like use it as a sound over and over again, like someone dying or someone falling out of a window. It is a full on screech. Like it sounds bad. It or sounds it's bad. Choice? No, it is a screech. It's, a, it's like I should have looked for something negative and known that's what you were trying to make me think of or see. It's like I'm gonna try and make this as nonviolent as possible. It's like if he like stubbed his toe <laughs> right when he sang that song, or if somebody hit him with a BB gun or something. Did you see that TikTok where the girl stubs her toe? Yes, it's that. That's exactly what I was thinking and about. everyone put it in so many songs. I watched like a thousand, I went down a rabbit hole and I was like in tears watching this. Uh-huh. It was so funny. That's that's exactly it. Do now you know I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again. Are you familiar with the Wilhelm scream? No. Okay, so the Wilhelm scream is a famous like sound effect scream. It's in mm-hmm. movie after movie after movie. There's mm-hmm. probably about a hundred movies it's been in. It's in Star Wars for one of them. I'm really into Star Wars tonight. Yeah. Oh, I'm always into Star Wars, Wars yeah. yeah. But it's uh, it's just like this very famous sound effect of someone screaming, ah. Mm-hmm. It just it reminds me of that because it's just this like, oh, did someone just tackle him on stage? What happened? Did the microphone <laughs> attack him? Um, so that... I also... So this song makes me very happy. It's a very happy vibe. On the live version, it's really jammy. He brings the song to a conclusion, basically, mm-hmm. and they do it soft, and he just kind of like vibes with it for a minute, and he just starts repeating, summer isn't over. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that makes me so like sad, so like painfully sad. Well, you don't it's want summer pla- to be over. It's poignant is the best word I can think oh, of for it. It's very okay. poignant for me. And mm-hmm. yeah, I have a connection to summer that's mm-hmm. maybe a little bit stronger than others mm-hmm. because in my occupation, I don't work. During the yeah, summer. That must be nice. So summer is like this free time for me. It's mm-hmm. all the things. And also in my line of work music, it gets really busy during the summer because right. then you can play outside mm-hmm. and you can play late because it stays light so late mm-hmm. and it's warm outside. So I'm playing constantly during the summer. Um, and I just have these really like strong connections to summer and the idea of it being over and that Sad. phrase, that that part of my life closing again is always really hard on me. Mm-hmm. And the idea that like, summer isn't over, I'm like, oh, yeah, John, it's not over. <laughs> it's not it hasn't over. It has started. It's yeah. down. <laughs> oh. So anyways, that's why I wanted you to listen to that version. Okay. I still prefer the record. Oh, I prefer the record. Yeah. Nothing's going to top the record. I think live it's a lot of fun, but... If you want to call... What was the song that you were calling Perfection? If I ever face get to around call to... Home. Oh, Face to Call Home. This is more perfection for me. Okay, I can't. It's just so Lyrically? Good. Just whole. Okay, whole. let's just let's stop there, and I will share some thoughts on notable versions. Okay. Um, there's a video for this one. There is a video. Hey guys. All time worst John Mayer hairstyle. I know, but yo, I'm so exp- I'm so used to you fighting me on everything. <laughs> I was just bracing myself <laughs> you for you to be like, confused. no, and oh, like what? I know, like you're agreeing with me. We agree on a bunch. Jill, of stuff. you're gonna ruin the dynamic of our show, I know, right? <laughs> um, I can't tell you. What happened during the video? I remember thinking it was not that entertaining. Mm-hmm. But also because, did you watch it? I did. did. All I could see was his lips. That's it? No, listen to me. <laughs> Someone commented it. I'll read uh-huh. it in a minute. And I was like, oh, okay. Because I thought that's weird. Like, John Mayer has, like, just good lips. Like, he just does it in all years. Like, sometimes, like, the collagen in your lips, like, starts to fade as you get older. Your smile gets smaller whatever there's mm-hmm. something about his lips that are like perfect and when he was on ellen and she's playing this game where he has to an- you have the celebrities hit the buzzer and answer questions about themselves and they win money for their charity mm-hmm. um she asked him what's your favorite feature and he's like on myself or someone else and she goes both and on himself he said his lips oh wow because it's like a thing yeah okay. but like there it's like i don't think that in any way he's had well i'm sure he probably has had 
like Botox or something worked mm -hmm. on on his face, but his lips are like so noticeable in it. Nice. I don't know what's happening. And and the video like wasn't like that great. It's just some people walking around, some people on the beach or whatever. Mm -hmm. No offense, John. And then I just like all I remember from it was his lips. And then I thought something's wrong with me until someone else commented that, and I was like, oh, I feel so validated. So I think I saw somewhere that it's Santa Monica. That's oh, I the, believe that. Yeah. It looks very Santa Monica. Very Santa Monica, yeah. There's one shot uh, where the camera is a little bit elevated, and it's, so it's shooting down a little bit of an angle, and it's mm. John and a group of people, and he looks like an entire foot and a half taller than everybody. Oh, he is. And so it's like, is that an effect, or is that just the fact that they're regular sized people and he's you six think foot they three? Mixed it up with some six foot people, right? Did not make it so. So he's supposed to stand out, right? And yeah. so it's like, did do they stage that, like get him up mm -hmm. on something so he's six, or does he not even need that because he's just so much taller than everybody? There's also a scene where he's in a car with mm -hmm. two girls or driving him and he's sitting in the backside just kind of chilled up. Yeah, I don't love that. Get out of the car with girls. Because <laughs> it's, it's giving me throwback to major, something we haven't, I don't think we've talked about on the show, to his major thruple vibes from it's not, the former no, John Mayer I'm thruple. not going to go over this with you again. That's not what it was. He was physical with two <laughs> girls who happened to be friends at mm -hmm. different times. She was not saying it was all at the same time. She clarified it later. Okay. I was going to say, not, I, I read the interview. I don't have energy for you right now with that topic. We don't talk about that here. Okay. Also, this is not a his, Taylor Swift podcast. Speaking of his hair, mm -hmm. um, he got his hair cut mm -hmm. right before the Arizona show. Okay. And someone DM'd me and they're like, he definitely listens to the podcast. He got his hair cut before you see him. Nice. I, like, I wish that was true. Um, but okay. other than that, yeah, the, the video is pretty boring. Yeah, we should move on for time's sake to song okay. meaning. Why don't you kick it off since it's your choice? Yeah, so he's on record. He's talked about it like three different times about what the song means. And it's like different every time. Well, and did you hear that he specifically said he doesn't understand so much time wasted in the afternoon, so much sacred in the month of joy? He's yeah. like, oh, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What are you doing, John? So let's talk about what he has said the song is about. Great. He has said, uh, once he said the song was about what it's like to be around him after he's done being on. Okay. So imagine like after a concert mm -hmm. or after like a date or something mm -hmm. like that where he's, you know, had to be performer, be, mm -hmm. you know, the exaggerated version of John Mayer, the, mm -hmm. the drag version of John Mayer, if you will. Okay. And uh, just like that thing. He's also said it's about that moment when you first wake up in the morning and you haven't remembered how messed up life is yet. God, I know that feeling. And you're just waking up and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He's also said <laughs> that this song was a gift to himself. Mm -hmm. That most usually he writes songs and they're gifts for everyone else. Mm -hmm. He's like, this was a gift to myself to remind myself that things aren't as bad as I make them out to be. Okay. And that you just need to be like, dude, chill out. It's going to be okay. And he's like, you know what? It's this song's just remind myself. I need to say dude more often. Just <laughs> being silly at that point. Yeah. So that's what he said it's about. I don't even think he knows. He said about a bunch of different things. I like the second one. Uh huh. I like it's that when you wake up in the morning and you forget to have your anxiety, you forget how bad things are. I like that as an explanation. For and he's song. talked about that the first half of the song. Anyway. Yeah, a couple times in reference to the song. And prior to him going on the Call Her Daddy podcast, thank you for enunciating. I was I wasn't unaware of the extent of his anxiety issues. Oh, okay, I wasn't because I watched all the current moods. Okay, okay. So now knowing that now mm -hmm. retrospect, looking back at this, oh, I get it. Like this guy has been dealing with this stuff forever, and this is yeah. him trying to come to terms with it. I, tell, he tells you right off the bat. The first line is, "I worry." Right. You know, there's, there's no beating around the bush. Yeah. So if you read it 
from an anxiety, somebody who's trying to soothe themselves from anxiety standpoint, mm -hmm. I think it makes a lot of sense reading it that way. Yeah. I also love that this, I think, is one of the most poetic John Mayer songs. And I think that's why it makes sense for the title to not mm -hmm. be in the song because it's yes. not literal in the way that some of the songs are. Mm -hmm. I love the specificity, the directness, the detail, his ability to really explain something in a way that no one else oh, can. can yeah. I love that. I also love when he's just kind of like painting with color. Mm -hmm. It's abstract. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, it's not one of these like, oh yeah, photorealistic. It's Monet. Yeah. It's a quote clueless. There you go. <laughs> It's not photorealistic. It's this impression of how he's feeling. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. I think it was, was it last week? Um, there was a line where I was like, I don't know what it means, but I know, know what, what it means. means. Oh, I can't remember what that is right now. Uh, quiet hand. She oh, puts yeah. her quiet hand in mine. Yeah. yeah. I, that's kind of how I feel about this whole song. Mm -hmm. I don't know necessarily like specifically, but I know the feeling. This mm -hmm. conjures a feeling for me and it always has. Okay. And yes, he has gone on record of saying, I don't really know what So Much Sacred in the Month of June is. It just sounded good. I mean, June's part of summer, so it is. that makes it make and more sense. And that's why he's like, summer's is, isn't <laughs> over yet. So here's my issue. It's such, it's such a nice change uh -huh. to have a role reversal. Yeah. Uh, the music, mm -hmm. I love. The yes. whole, everything about the song, mm -hmm. I love. Play it in my car. It's never a skip for mm -hmm. me. I've never paid much attention to the lyrics. I thought they didn't make sense. And then I did my research, and the lyrics don't make sense. Uh, <laughs> because at the top, it's like, it's about anxiety. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's about not having anxiety and trying to hang on to that feeling. Wait, why are we talking about a girl? Is how the song feels to me. Why is there a she and a her all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. What happened right now? You don't... It's like two different songs. I, so I don't see that. I feel like this is him going through the checklist. So if you look at it, first verse, he's, tell, he's telling us, right? I worry. Yeah. And these things that I do, I throw my fear around. I will admit to this. We talk about lyrics we've never understood. Mm -hmm. Before this week, I never knew that no. the line is rock the rock candies melted. I knew diamonds now remain. Yes. I know. I had all the lyrics to the song, what right? What is rock for, candy? Like the one that's on a stick? Yeah. Is there diamonds under it? No, I think it's like because rock candy can look like diamonds. It's like clear because it's just sugar. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but it's just that. It's, but it's melted. That now. melts. It's temporary. You can try all you want to make that make sense and you're not going I'm to. I'm doing it right now. The rock candy <laughs> is temporary. It melts. Diamonds are forever. Right, but he's saying the rock candy melted and only diamonds were left. Yeah, the fake the stuff is gone. Okay, I know. No, the fake this stuff is gone. Only sense. the real thing. Sorry if you don't want to. Putting up a poll. Sorry if you don't want to understand it. Um, and then, so then verse. I'm notorious for not wanting to understand his music. Yes, sure. absolutely. Uh, and then verse two, he's talking about like trying to be present and in the moment, right? That's what you do when you're dealing with anxiety. I'm not going to worry about. He even says in the live version, "I'm not going to worry about next right. Tuesday." No, I'm, I'm with you so far because next Tuesday isn't here. After right? the rock candy, I'm with you. And then we get to verse three, and it's. Kind of that same thing as like, I'm fine am, with I, verse am I ever present? Right. Am I, do I sail through or do I just drop my anchor Toads, down? Toads, I'm fine. Um, so then where do you, where do I lose you at then? If we're okay talking about three. a girl. At the end of verse three? Here. My my spaces are off because I oh, was put anything in an enough email. to kiss the ground and say I'm here now and she is here now? Yeah, where'd she come from? Why are we talking about that? Because that's one of the things he's anxious about. Mm. You know, and it's like, don't worry about if she's going to leave you. Don't worry about if it's going to be messed up she's here now okay she's loving you now you're in this relationship now if you think about is it gonna what's gonna happen in the future are we gonna break up is it gonna fall apart yeah 
then you're not really you're not really dropping your anchor down. You're not really got here you. in this present. And I moment. think I misspoke because I think he only says that right then. Yeah, it's just I that thought one he talked about a girl more. Nope, it's just that one reference. And I it, didn't sleep. And that makes a ton of sense. Like if you've ever been anxious in a relationship, I'm where you're like, anxious. where is it? Where is this gonna go? Is yeah. it gonna? Is this gonna last? And it's like she's here now. Right? Yeah, so just we're... Okay, I, you know what? I'm not mad at it now. Yeah. I feel better. Be here in the moment. It's not my favorite lyrics, though. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what are your favorite lyrics? <laughs> oh, I mean... It's a, a, impeccable segue. I, f- I feel like I gotta wait. I, because of the song, I have to weigh my body three times every day just to... Just you to weigh fit yourself the song. three times every day? Yeah, just to like... Because my... Three times? No, just sometimes. Not you every do. day. You do. I can tell by your eyes. <laughs> you You're just trying to backpedal because of my reaction. Pal! It's fun. Like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No. One, Wake up. two, three. In succession. Oh, that's not get weird. On, get off, get oh, on, get no, off, get Oh, no, I do on, that because it tries to trick you. Yes. Why does it do that? So I can say, make no, sure No, I want to pick the one... lowest one, oh, and I, that's the winner. I take, you're different because yeah, of muscles. I take the yeah. middle one. Yeah. Because um, you're honest, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all on one foot. <laughs> um, I, I really like, just because of my own personal experience, mm-hmm. that thing. Summer. Well, no, was, was anything enough to kiss the ground, just be like... You've been that thing where it's like, you see those mo- in movies or anything where they think they're about to die or they're falling somewhere and they on the ground and they just kiss the ground like, I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. Just that moment of, I'm just so glad to be here in this moment and just say, I, I'm, I've am i made it. I went through a bad time. Mm-hmm. You know, I went through this a lot when me and my wife went through a really bad time and then things got better and we got back together. There's a lot of me that's like, is this going to last? Right. Is this going to last? And I I had to keep saying this to myself. I'm here now. Mm-hmm. She's here now. Right. If all I, if all I can I think about. I like the song so There much. you go. Yeah. If all I can think about is what's going to happen down the road, I'm never going to enjoy this. And not only Ruining am I not going to enjoy this, I'm going to be actively sabotaging the future. Because right. I'm operating, as my therapist told me, I'm operating mm-hmm. from a place of fear mm-hmm. as instead of a place of confidence a place yeah. of security a place of knowing that no matter what happens i'm going to be all right right and until you can get to that place in your own life where you can say no matter what happens i'm going to be all right mm-hmm. you're always going to have these anxious sure. attachments sure you know? no that's that's really well said yeah. um i have to drive to arizona m- more frequently than the average person mm-hmm. and i get a lot of anxiety about the trip and the drive there is never that bad. It's the drive back that feels like it's never going to end. Mm. And I always want to feel like I want to kiss the ground. <laughs> yeah. So there's my analogy. Is that your favorite line? What's your favorite line? No, my favorite line is uh, the start. The, I worry. I worry. Mm-hmm. Um, throw my fear around. But this morning there's a call I can't explain. And then stop there because I don't want to include rock candy and diamonds. Although I like diamonds. Yeah. And I like rock candy. See, I like I, all candy. Knowing your own experience with being sort of like anxious and nervous about yeah, things. Yeah, everything. Um, I'm surprised that you didn't connect to that more. That you're like, so like, eh, this isn't a great song. I'm not saying it's not a great song. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the rock candy thing, the June thing, it's a disconnected song for me. Suddenly okay. we're talking about a girl. Now, I understand the girl now. You're like, hey, mm-hmm. he's listing things in his life. What mm-hmm. can I be worried about in the future? I I take that back. Um, it's just something about the flow of the lyrics for me. It isn't my favorite. Okay. But I don't think it's bad. All right. And that's it. Do you have, so I have this feeling about the bridge where it's so much wasted in the afternoon. I have this time right around sunset when it Mm -hmm. starts getting dark Mm -hmm. where I just feel this impending doom. Like I've wasted the day. 
especially in the summer when I'm off. Mm, it's I like if I that. haven't got my stuff done yet yeah. or I don't have a big thing that I'm getting ready for tonight. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's over and especially like Sunday scaries. I, the Sundays are so hard for me. Once once the sun sets, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, doom. No, but know? I start getting worried about the sun setting before it sets. Oh. Like, do you ever wake up Sunday morning and be like, well, the weekend's over. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you have the whole day still, right? Jill. <laughs> like, chill out. So you worry about the thing that I'm worrying about. Yeah. You're getting some pre-worrying. You're pre-gaming your um, worry. Yeah, sometimes Saturday night I'm mad. Oh, <laughs> the weekend's over. Do you ever heard of that? Um, like, it's not called revenge sleep or something, but like when people overcompensate staying up late because they've worked all day mm-hmm. and they're like, no, I need some time to oh, myself and yeah. you like exhaust yourself. Well, I it, went through a bad phase with that. Especially when you have kids oh, and yes. it's like, okay, well, I'm trying to get the kids to bed. Mm-hmm. I want some time for myself. for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so much wasted in the afternoon reminds me of like accidentally being on TikTok for an hour and a half or something. Yep. And also at work from three to five, I pretty much fall apart oh, every gosh. day. Constant yawning. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I have a lot of stories I want to tell everyone I nice. work with. I take a walk. Like it's real hard to rein me in. Uh-huh. So I waste time accidentally. I mean, I'm an amazing employee in case any future people ever hire <laughs> me. But from three to five, I get a little punchy. I hear you. I think a lot of us do. Yeah. Um, okay. Feedback. Let's hear it. What do they got to say? So 89% play, uh-huh. 11% skip. That's a pretty high number, yeah. Yeah, that's about where I thought it would be. I was surprised at the uh, how passionate people mm-hmm. were about the song. I didn't see that coming. Um, I want to say that I really tried to mix it up with who I'm quoting from. Everyone has good quotes, mm-hmm. and if you're one of our favorites, long time who we, you know, quote a lot. I, I don't want to diss you for being an active participant, but I'm right. trying to you know mix it up a little. Big bit. tent here. And, and with that, I'm going to start with someone who I quote all the time. <laughs> At the real Slim Katie. I don't know what drug is in this song, but the first three notes have my anxiety, depression cured for four minutes, 31 seconds. Play this live more, Jonathan. Hey, if I you... love that she called him Jonathan. I've never thought that his name's Jonathan. We had this conversation. I said it on an early episode. I called him Jonathan. You're like, his name's not Jonathan. No, it's John. It's John. And I, had to, I looked it up and you're right. It is just John. Oh, really? Yeah. It <laughs> I don't really remember just that. I love how you can remember our episodes and I can't. Yeah. Um, and also, if you want that cure feeling for more than four minutes and 31 seconds, listen to the live version. It's like nine minutes long. <laughs> I, should, I don't know if that works for the real Slim Katie. At EJ Simpson Prod said, love seeing this song live when he toured with horns. Such a great song. Mm-hmm. I would like, I would enjoy that myself, I think. Jay Mastrico 12 says, very underrated song. One of my favorites from Heavier Things. Drew Dotswick says the music and lyrics complement each other well, and the groove is strong. I will agree. The groove is strong. Groove is great. Very you groovy. know, and the, like so, I, I mentioned before, I love Matt Chamberlain. He's one of my uh, like drumming heroes, and so like that's great. And Questlove is obviously one of my favorite drummers. So whoever's playing, it doesn't really matter. It's a good drummer either way. Listening to the live record, the drumming is a little more unrestrained. Mm-hmm. It's very like. The drumming on the recording of the studio recording of, of Clarity is one of those things where I say like this is what I've I'm always trying to play, like that idea of how it's played. The groove is so strong that it's only exactly what the song needs, never too much. Mm. He gets to stretch his wings a little bit more on the live version. So if you want a little bit more move, bopping around yeah. stuff on the drums, yeah. you can see it there. But just it's still just incredibly strong. Yeah. So this is off topic, but mm. have I ever told you that Questlove retweeted me? No. Quote tweeted me. 
Okay. So my son went to get his braces off at an orthodontist in Redlands. Mm -hmm. And he, it was 80s day. And I was so upset because you got to take a picture when you get your braces off. And mm -hmm. all the staff was dressed like it was the 80s. And that wasn't what I wanted for the gram. Nice. But it was what it was. And Caden and I were at the time, and, and still, but we really were into Jimmy Fallon and The Tonight Show, which mm -hmm. the roots, you know, are the like house band. Yeah. And um, Questlove just is who he is. He stands out. You know who he is. He's yeah. funny. You know, you love him. And, and well, all of them actually. But anyway, so they had decorated the wall in 80s theme. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know that the orthodontist and the staff like were really up on who Questlove is. Okay. And they included like, it was a younger picture of Questlove, but mm -hmm. and I don't know if whatever the vibe they thought fit the 80s aesthetic. So I took a picture of Caden next to it and mm -hmm. I, I, the Tonight Show and I tagged Quest and I was like, oh, it's 80s day, the orthodontist, like we ran to Quest, like how cool. And he quote tweets it. He's like, 80s day? Right. They think I'm that old in the 80s? Like he just went on and on and I'm like, what is happening? Quest left just quote tweeted me. That's beautiful. <laughs> it was. Okay, sorry. At Gray underscore Hardy said, favorite song on the Heavier Things album, the opening piano note, send me back 20 years. I agree with that. Did you say Greg Hardy? Gray Hardy. Oh, okay. At David T underscore 321, my all-time favorite John Mayer song. I start each day by listening to it. It makes me smile every time. I, I do love it. I, I do. don't know if I call it an all-time oh, favorite. Absolutely top five for me. Okay. Um, let's see. At Kate... Arvidson said, I love the brass in the song, loved it at first listen, then found out it was John Mayer. Three mind blow emojis, one face melting emoji. Mm -hmm. At Juan Hector underscore 28, nostalgia turned into a song. Growing up, we can cling to the idea of enjoying the good times and not missing out on anything so much that we don't get to enjoy it all or only until it's too late and it's just a memory of better days. Quote, and I will wait to find if this will last forever. And I'm only going to read one more for the sake of time. Yeah, we didn't time. even talk about the chorus. Okay, so Miles, whose last name I can't say, was <laughs> the one who taught me that Questlove was on drums. So groovy. Q has had a big influence on my playing. I didn't know Miles was a drummer. As has Steve Jordan. That said, Clarity isn't one I usually go for unless I'm playing the whole album of Heavier Things. I do enjoy this song, though. And there were more of you I was going to quote, but we are running out of time. We got time. Not really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Jill. You just made up that we had time. <laughs> is this a, 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 the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs or the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? The internet uh, thinks 74% quiet and 26% turns the ladies on. I'm going to go with quiet. Mm -hmm. I don't think the intention right. here at all. Yeah. Don't even try to explain this one to me, guys. So I will say that the song is a quiet song. Okay. I will say the video because of his lips. Because he's just like the smirkiest smirkerson who's ever smirked. <laughs> he was very smirky he's at that time. He's so smirky in that yeah. in that video. And also, get, get out of the back of the car with those girls oh, driving. Oh, he's chilling. He's just living his it's best life. It's very Thelma and Louise vibes. They pick up Brad Pitt, you know. Let John live his best life, Jill. No. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> uh, how much does this song make you live, John Mayer? I, I know I'd not... It's not my favorite lyrically, but mm -hmm. it is my favorite to my ears. Mm -hmm. So I gave it a four. Okay. What about you? It's a five. If this isn't a five, I don't know what it is, other than the slow dancing. You don't but... know what it is. <laughs> Have we ever had the same number on a song? Probably. I don't know. Wow. I don't keep track. I don't either. I, feel like I can this barely is... remember what songs we've done in those days. I feel like this is my second five, though. I know I gave slow dancing a five. Well, I've definitely passed out some fives. You've definitely passed out I some plus fives. I've passed them out, like, yeah. some five hundreds. Yep. All right. Uh, did you bring any discussion questions? No. 
Okay, I have a discussion question Ooh, for you. Okay. So in the bridge, John says, "So much sacred in the month of June." Yes. What's the most sacred month for you? February. So why is February? Explain that. Why is February the most sacred month for so you? When my son was born. Okay. What about you? I mean, for the record, I didn't sit around having a sacred month. Right. I just, that was on the fly. But right. go ahead. Oh man, so many great answers. I mean, no, I there's think, only one because you can only pick one month. I th- I think June is a great one because you're copying John. Um, because well, it's my sister's birthday is in June, mm-hmm. and it's like the start of summer mm-hmm. and get out of school. December is a pretty heavy month for me because it's my birthday. Everyone's birthday. My daughter's birthday is the day before mine. It's Jesus's birthday. So we, in the same, in less than a week, it goes me, or goes uh, Nevaeh, me, and then Christmas. Jesus. (laughs) All in less than a week. Um, So there's a lot going on there. Um, October is my anniversary and it's Mm, fall. And there's something sort of romantic about it. And Halloween is my favorite holiday. So it's like all there. So. You know, I'm just trying to live a sacred life. Jill. Okay, what's your least sacred month or your least favorite? Because mine is strongly October, hands down, no problem. Why? Why, why, why the October? Like, hate? if you think hard enough, that historically, like any really traumatic thing that's happened in my life in has happened life has in October. October? Mm. Yeah, like Tim died in October, mm. and he divorced in October. Like, it's just mm. like really, really trauma response. And I've Got just it. never liked Halloween in mm. general. I think it's a weird holiday. So mm-hmm. you combine all that, and when October comes, I'm like. Mm. Zipping up my hoodie, staying to myself, like oh, just trying to get through it. Right. What about you? Um, probably like January or February. How dare you pick my sacred month as your unsacred month? Well, it's just that's offensive. It's just I am a sweet summer child. Oh, wait, I just did it to you with October. There you go. <laughs> I am a sweet summer child, and January and February are cold. So is December. Yeah, but December has my birthday uh, and okay, Vegas okay. birthday and stuff November's like that. not well. Actually, in California, November. November has Sam's birthday. Oh, it's always someone's birthday in your life. So, like that, the the fall is busy for my family. Mm-hmm. Our anniversary in October, Sam's birthday in November, mine and birthday expensive. in December. It is incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. So I spend like the the spring like replenishing yeah, the money for... <laughs> that I spent because I don't get paid over the summer. Right. Um. So I have to like replenish the savings account that I diluted, you know, during the spring, so that we can make it through the summer. Yeah, I hate money. That's where we are right now. So, and then they're trying to replenish if our the podcast. But we do have an ad. We do have if an ad. Make some more money. It would really help because I could afford more John Mayer tickets. Yeah. So tell all your friends about Mayer studies. Tell them to come listen. Um. So, like, is it my turn? It is your turn. Oh, nice. And I'm not expecting that you know what song you're going to do because I know you've just had a busy two days. No, I'm very exhausted. If I haven't mentioned that four or five times. Already. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to pull from the concert. Okay. That I don't know what it is that I'm going to pull yet because we've already done Edge of Desire. Right? We have done Edge of yeah, Desire. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I wouldn't let us not Edge of Desire that. is actually one of our most popular episodes. It's a it's sleeper a, hit. It's a deep cut. It is, uh, I think, in the top four of our I just, I really most listened love to episodes. the guitar. Mm-hmm. I just, and I don't care much. It's like, oh, the lyrics, oh, his voice, oh, it's dancey. Mm-hmm. There's something about the guitar in that song. And I guess that's why just hearing it isolated was mm-hmm. just beautiful. Well, and that song really comes alive live too i remember when i the first time i really paid attention to it was at the concert when i heard him play it live and i was like oh what is like what is this and i was horrified and i was like i get it like i get it there was almost no podcast (laughs) like are you kidding me right now you know what we didn't talk about and i'm looking at the time so we'll be talk about next week is we didn't talk about the mayor madness at all 
I mentioned it before, but Edge of Desire won. Yeah, I and mean, we didn't talk about it's it like recently. It's always slow dancing in a burning it's room. It's always slow dancing, and mm-hmm. Edge of Desire finally won this I re- year. I really, I obviously, I wanted to meet John Mayer, have some sort of connection with him at the concert, but mm-hmm. I desperately want to tell him about that. I think it's so cute. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's on his radar at all. Oh, I'm sure. I don't think of how many things he's tagged in, especially while he's touring. Somebody in his camp has seen it. Well, I believe that. And been like, hey, John, take a look at this. I'm just saying something. I'm not saying he's like refreshing on IG for the results (laughs) or anything like that, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure he knows at some point that it has existed. Right? Like I do on on our polls. Oh, God. I just think, do you think someone in his camp knows about our podcast? No. I, I, I do. Because there's not... only two podcasts about John Mayer, and one is only sporadically active. And I just, I don't know. You have like you have a Google search set on someone when you represent them. Yes. Wait, would we show up on Google? Yes, because okay. we're also on Google Podcasts. I, I feel like somebody might know about us. That's true. Like, yeah, if you have, and they might have listened. If to you the have, first... a, if you have a Google alert, ready yeah, to go. Th- mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, like as a publicist. And so I think that maybe they listened to the first episode and they heard how squeaky my voice was. They're like, no, nah, we're not, we're not messing with those crew. <laughs> what are your Google alerts? I have a Google alert on Caden. Okay. Because of when he's on TV and stuff. Right. And um, I have a Google alert on one of my old places I used to work because I can't figure out how to turn it off. Uh-huh. I can't remember my Google password. Nice. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I don't have any. Oh, okay. But I did Google myself the other day. Oh, okay. And I posted it to my stories. Uh, I missed that, I think. What pops up for me, because my friend Michael Landingham was just on The Voice. Yes. And I played on his record. Right. And he's one of my best friends in the whole world. And you so were technically on The Voice. I was background. technically on The Voice yeah. for four seconds, yes. Um, and he's one of my best friends in the world. So there's a lot of media online that ties the two of us together, right? Right. And so it was... Best friendship does that with people. (laughs) It was uh, this really poorly written article about him not getting picked on Mm -hmm. The Voice, about nothing turning around. I read that article. Yeah. It was, for many reasons, very poorly researched. Um, uh, And, but if you, if you scroll down, there's like my Instagram and me playing drums on it and stuff like that. So uh, that is, was the first hit that popped up for me. Mm -hmm. And forever and ever ago, this it's now lost to the annals of history, but it was uh, this work I did for a Buddhist website when I was in college. What? This, I wrote some stuff for them, yeah. That was like my byline, but now if you search, it's just like music stuff. Oh, if you search me, there's a ton of stuff because of my job. Oh, so yeah. I'm always oh, talking but to you're the news on like the news. All the time. Yeah, and yeah. on the radio. On the radio, or I'm on, or Caden's on TV and then I'm part of it. Right. Like your close personal friends with Pepper from K Frog. I love Pepper from K Frog. I don't yes. know if she's my close personal friend, but she's definitely a friend. Um, when I met her, I definitely name dropped you, and it was like, yeah, you yeah. can't. I, I mean, I, I know I'm a big deal around here sometimes. Yep. I told the people sitting next to me at the John Mayer concert I was very famous when my mom decided to tell them I had a podcast. Yes, and I was like, this is awkward. Like, have you heard of Alex Cooper? <laughs> no, exactly. We've heard of Jill Henderson. I was like, that girl with the ponytail in front of us. She like recognized me when I sat down. You guys should have been here for that. They're like, oh. <laughs> I just last night I was coming out of the gym and I had my 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 earphones in right, so I can't hear anything. I'm dead to the world. And uh, a guy was standing outside, and he just, like, air-drummed at me. And I was like, oh, yeah. So he recognized I, you. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay, we should probably call it a day, a night. It's also, it's like 9, right? It's 9.26, guys. Let's be proud of me. Two like, nights in a row. Hey, look at you being awake. I'm getting straight on my jammies. On a Friday night. And I am watching. I'm already, like, jammied up, like. Love is Blind. Our, oh, okay. The only terrible show I watch. I, I tried. Um, it's so bad that it's good. 
Yeah, like there's one couple that I, I'm I, I'm interested in. This season? Yeah. Um, I can't remember their names. Can't imagine who it is. But like everyone else, I'm like, eh. no, yeah, it's a train wreck. But that's yeah. why we watch it. Okay. But anyways, um, go to Instagram to see what song I picked. Yeah. And thank you for being so nice to me all week. And I look forward to attending another concert. You should you. always be nice to Jill. Be nice to Jill every week. They're nice to Lucas too. They she said deserves it. Lucas. Cool. Bye. Oh, bye. It's red. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later.